0: Tennessee. 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 Hello and welcome to the Skip-Ace Fantasy Tennessee. Disc Golf Podcast. Tennessee. This is the podcast you listen to in order to get all the most updated fantasy disc golf information and my opinions. I'm your host and creator, John Van Derzen. Welcome to Episode 3. We're going to be talking about the Music City Open. But first, we're going to quickly recap the Open at Austin and Texas States. The Open at Austin event in Austin, Texas. That was two weeks ago already. We're not going to talk too much about the results, but instead let's focus a little bit on the picks that I made. The good, the bad, the ugly. This was a really hard event to pick because we have no history on this course. I think we said it in the last podcast. So it was a little bit relying on just how we felt the course was going to play versus where OB. I relied heavily on players that I thought didn't go OB a lot. So, on the MPO side, I told you some good picks were Nico LaCastro, Evan Scott, and Jake Hebenheimer. Nico, I failed on that pick. He actually finished about 10 places below his estimated rating spot. It wasn't earth-shattering, but you could have probably gotten a better deal with your uh, ratings points. Nico's one of the best pure flex shot players out there. I thought he was going to have a stronger finish here. He didn't. Evan Scott, A push. He finished about 10 spots above where his rating would have placed him. But again, nothing spectacular. There were better plays you could have made. And Jake Hebenheimer, huge fail on my part, and his part to be fair. Uh, Jake finished well below his 10-19 rating. It was a risky play that just didn't pan out for us. The MPO players I told you to avoid. Anthony Barella and Simon Lazat. Anthony was the fifth highest rated player but finished 51st. He would have killed your team. So if you followed my instructions and you stayed away from him, huge win for both of us. Simon Lazat. Ah, another big fail on my part. There was some worry going into the event about Simon's elbow, but he didn't appear to have any issues, thankfully, and actually finished much better than where everybody thought he was going to. He played really, really well and finished second, so if you stayed away from him, like I told you to, probably wouldn't have been the best move. My FPO picks, the ones who I said you should definitely think about taking, Stephanie Vincent and Anakin Sten. I failed on both of these as well. The FPO course played way different than I actually expected, and it showed in my FPO picks. The picks I told you to avoid, Paige Pierce and Sarah Hokum. Hokum finished well below her rating, so if you avoided her, great job. But big, big swing and a miss on Paige Pierce on my part. She played very controlled golf. She only found the OB six times, while normally she's an OB magnet. Other players were in the double digits, and she ended up winning. Whoops. Sorry about that one. You win some, you lose some. And real quick, my Texas State's takeaways. Sayananda is going to be a contender. Her golf distance is extremely competitive in this field, along with solid C2 putting. She's currently owned in only about 49% of all leagues, so it might be worth it to drop one of your lower-rated FPO players and pick her up. Based on just her potential, the downside is that she's going to be taking the next month off. So you're going to have to maybe think about using her in an IR position if your league has one. Let's move right along to the Music City Open. The Music City Open in Nashville, Tennessee... This event has moved around a few times over the last couple years, but this is the second year in a row it's going to be at Millridge Park. So let's get to the MPO. The first player on the list of must-haves in your lineup is Chris Dickerson. Not a shock, but he won this last year. And in fact, he's won this event four of the last six years. And in general, he's just a monster in the state of Tennessee. The tournament has moved... Uh, quite a few times to different courses over the last couple of years, but he's averaging second place over the last four years, regardless of where it is. You're almost forced to put him in your lineup this week. And I'm going to give you one more MPO pick. This is a value pick this week. Jake Mon. Jake is only rated 1,011, but last year he finished 8th place here, so I think he understands the course. Now, the course isn't exactly the same. If you want some information on that, you can go to Skip Aces' website, and we have a little bit of information about the MCO in an article, but he didn't finish great in Austin, but has been top 30 in the other DGPT events he's played, so Jake Mann could be a really sneaky value pick on this course players to look for over on the FPO side of the event. A lot of you might think it makes sense to look for Missy Gannon, and she wouldn't be a bad pick here. She won the event last year. But last year, this was a Silver Series event, and it didn't have the rest of the big hitters that we're seeing on tour now. She did beat Henna and Evelina, but this year, the rest of the Sharks show up. So who do I think you should put on your team? I think you should put Caroline Henderson on your team. Henderson is only 921 and jumped up 19 ratings points in the last PDGA update. And she's coming off of a good 11th place finish in Austin and a 12th place finish at Texas States. I think Caroline has a lot of potential to get up into that top 10 with a lower player rating. Saving your points for another big name in the field like Tatar, Pierce, or Allen. You definitely can't go wrong with Tatar, and I'd never, ever tell you not to pick her. But if you want to save a few ratings points and still have a good chance for one of those coveted top spots, I think this is a week for Haley King. Haley's distance can help separate her from the field. And she can play forehand and backhand out there, something that this course looks like you may need to be that separator. Now let's move on to players that you may want to avoid. And apparently the way this works is that the one of them that I will pick is going to probably win this event. Personally, I'm staying away from Isaac Robinson. Isaac has a really bad history at this event. He finished 45th here last year, and I can't trust that he has this course figured out yet. The other person for me to avoid in MPO is James Conrad. James finished well at Waco, but this isn't like the Waco course. And James just doesn't seem to have his stuff together on these long open courses yet. Moving over to FPO, some of the FPO players that I would think about avoiding. Missy Gannon. Now, she did win it last year. But at 971 ratings points, I would rather have one of the other top four players on this course. I don't think Missy has the distance. I don't think she's going to finish poorly here. But I don't feel she's an optimal play. The other FPO player I would avoid is Lisa Fakus this week. Looking at last year's stats, getting into C1 is going to be vital here for FPO, and I don't know if Lisa's distance will match up with what the other players at her ratings value will give you. If you want to see my exact picks for this week, I posted them on the MCO preview article out on SkipBase.com. Draft League Talk. Waiver Wire over on the MPO. These are some players who are rostered in less than 65% of leagues, and who may be available in your league, and I think you should go think about getting them. The first one is Ben Calloway. Ben's had a real disappointing start to the season. And because of that, his rostered percentage is down to 63%, but Ben has a really good record at this particular event. And I think he's a stronger play than most of the other ten, twenty guys this week. You may want to think about putting him in your starting lineup if you can afford it. An FPO waiver wire option would be Deanne Carey. Carey's outperformed her rating in two of the last four events, and the other two were right around where her rating is. So if you look at your FPO positions, and you have someone rated less than 940 on your bench, you should think about snagging Deanne Carey instead. If you want to see my data from the last few years that I grabbed from the PDGA site, you can find a link in the show notes below, or just go to skipace.com. Slash MCO past. This is the exclusive place that I'm going to be sharing that research for you only on this podcast. It won't be linked anywhere else, so keep it to yourself. Survivor Leagues. Are you still in a Survivor League? Are you in one at all? I don't know. You should be. It's a really fun way to play. Last week, two of my three risky picks didn't pan out for Survivor. But if you played Ezra Aderhold, my third pick, you were golden. And this week at MCO... I think that Hammes is a great option. Adam Hammes. He's got a good history here in the past and right around that top 15 rated mark. So if you want to get a little risky, you can do Adam Hammes. If you want to get real risky, I think Alden Harris might be a sneaky pick. Alden Harris finished sixth here last year and in general has just been playing pretty well. He actually won this event in 2020. Injury watch. We are still keeping an eye out on Ricky and Val Mondajano. Neither have said if they're going to play. It's pretty early in the week yet. We have one week until this event starts. I'm recording this on Sunday. But until I see Ricky or Val finish an actual event, I can't trust them, and they are not welcome in any of my lineups. So hopefully we're going to see them get nice and healthy before MCO. Let this be a warm-up before they get to Champions Cup. Best of luck in all your leagues, and remember that if you're a pro member at SkipBase.com, we're giving away another $100 gift certificate to Lone Star's store. Lone Star Discs is the presenting sponsor of the MCO, and I'd like to thank them once again for supporting SkipBase.com with these $100 gift certificates. You can still sign up for a pro membership at SkipAce.com and enter into the weekly event matchups to win these $100 gift certificates and other awesome prizes from other awesome sponsors coming up over the next 15 weeks. It's still early in the season. Get on that.